spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Hello and welcome to the 188th annual Subliminal Station Podcast. Your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. My name is Cody and my pal Phil. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Not doing too bad. You want to hear how I I don't like using the word pathetic, but it kind of is. Um, <laughs> that's what this whole episode surrounds today. So let's okay. hear it. <laughs> so it's funny. Today was literally the high. I swear to God, it was like 38 or 39, right? And yep. everybody over lunchtime is like, man, did you get outside and just feel how nice it feels? That's such an indication of how shitty of a winter it's been this year. This has been one of those years where it's just like, just a shitty, raw, icy, cold, miserable winter. That 38 degrees and everyone's like fucking celebrating. Yeah, everyone's doing the Midwest thing where they're wearing fucking shorts and a spring jacket outside. Yeah. Just because it went above freezing. Yeah. 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 That's how fucking cold and shit it's been just this year. So I'm excited. I hope this means we're like slowly getting towards the end. I would love if the ice from my driveway would melt off. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Not have to do the, the fucking thing where you get the big uh, like metal spike. And take it off in sheets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, I wanted to ask you, so have you heard of the movie called Skinnamarink? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So this was kind of like a, a low budget horror movie that was making rounds. And it was, I was considering going to the theater, but it was only playing at like a few select theaters, right? And. Okay. So finally it came to Shudder last weekend, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'll fire it up on, on Friday. I have never watched a movie. The best way I can describe it is if you had an entire movie that was, like, really dark, shot in what looks like 70s home video, and was pretty much entirely what you think of when you think of B-roll. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny. People were asking me about it, and I'm like... So I've watched the movie, and I still have no fucking idea what it's about. Okay. So basically, it was shot on a Nokia Razor back in 2002. Dude, imagine paranormal activity, but you can't see any of the actors. And yeah, it looks like what you used to, the video quality of a Nokia Razor, like back <laughs> in 2000s. Like that Game of Thrones season six episode where it was the uh, the humans battling the ice people. Whatever, yeah. The yeah. Fucking white, <laughs> the white walkers. It that had more high definition than this movie did. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. I think horror people out there know the movie. But uh, yeah, that was my weekend. And then I. Started watching some 50s uh, Japanese movies, which 
those actually are pretty good. I will say that they're pretty fun. How 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 about your weekend? You do anything exciting? Uh, not really. I uh, so since the new year, I've basically decided to see how long I can go without drinking. It's probably going to last up until Super Bowl Sunday. I actually did watch. Um, I skipped season one, but I watched season two of Picard. I just kind of jumped right into season two because season three is coming up. I've heard season one's pretty fucking terrible, but it's actually not bad. I didn't uh, okay. I didn't think it was terrible. Apparently, they're bringing back a lot of the old for season three. So going to watch that in about a week and a half. But it was good. I caught up with uh, new 1923 and The Last of Us new episode came out. So it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Okay, so I'm going to say episode three. We're not I'm not going to say spoilers or nothing in case, in case you guys haven't seen it. But I I guess I shouldn't be shocked. But the fact that they had to release a notice for people who are outraged about gay men was just like, like, are we past this yet? Oh, yeah, I heard about it's uh well, so the weird the thing is about the episode I really did. I didn't mind the episode. I thought it was actually pretty good. Uh, they told a really good story. The thing is, it's weird that they like a TV show normally wouldn't go that deep into like in depth on why the two main characters have a truck now. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, that's the only like kind of weird thing about it. Normally you'll get like in an episode, you'll get little clips of like, you know, side by side. Oh, here's them starting their life together. And here's the main characters coming to their farm. And then all of a sudden it ends with, oh, and then they both died. Here's why. The whole episode was just stuck on them. And then the main character and the woman who had died, spoiler, sorry, meeting them was like the side thing. That was like the whole episode. It was a little, that was a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was an all right episode. I think what it was supposed to show was the loneliness and the just utter despair of the world i guess i th that's kind of what i took out of it to kind of like really set this scene for like what it is like for people who are still alive when this whole fungus among us <laughs> problems happening <laughs> i don't even know yeah. what else you call it honestly that's actually I like that fungus among us. I don't know if you saw that on the internet or something, but no. um yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a pretty good show so far. I never played the games, so I'm kind of see this is all like, you know, everything, like these new characters, like they introduce new characters and if you had played the games, you maybe, you know, episode 4, the woman who's the leader of that the gang that took over Kansas City. Uh, apparently that was supposed to be Pittsburgh. Um, in the games, yeah. but they they decided because of their shooting location, it they shot in Toronto apparently, so that looked more like Kansas City than Pittsburgh, I guess. Pittsburgh, well, I guess, is too much of a dump. <laughs> <laughs> it looks too post-apocalyptic. They couldn't they couldn't use it. They need to make it look like some people still live there. Yeah, if they shot it in Pittsburgh, we'd be like, "Come on, we get it. It's post-apocalyptic, but that's bad. That is bad." <laughs> no, but uh, final thing before we get going here, the I don't know the guy's name, but he usually plays the funny guy. It's always good to see when like someone's kind of typecasted into like the funny guy to be just he gets a serious role and he just nails it. Was that the uh, the prepper from episode yeah. three? Yeah. yeah, he's from he's from Parks and Rec. You've seen him basically 
like half of the internet memes are him basically but he's like the funny guy yeah i can't think of anything else he's been in but yeah he's always he's always kind of playing like the fake serious funny yeah um but he uh clearly very good actor yeah it was a it's been a good show i'm glad that uh, i kept hb so all right well I guess I'll let you take the reins from here and not lead us on a, I guess, pathetic journey. (laughs) Definitely. So for this week's episode, I wanted to look into the rise of online dating, the effects that dating apps have on relationships and their individual users, but most importantly, how they've affected the dating landscape and what changes to society they have wrought in their rise. However, while diving into the topic, I ended up watching a few different videos, which my algorithm quickly picked up upon and sent me down one of the steepest YouTube rabbit holes that I had seen since the Flat Earth ride from years ago. And my episode quickly shifted topics. So for today, we will be talking about men's rights activists and the red pill movement. Yeah, okay. Now I see when you say pathetic, I I get what you mean. I think this with what's his name getting arrested, the rapist guy. Yeah, we'll talk about him uh, towards the end of the episode. But yeah, yeah, he he might be alpha pathetic, man. But yeah, this is kind of uh, obviously these people kind of showing the worst part of males in society, I guess you would say. Yeah, not the uh, not the shining examples you want to prop up. But basically, I mean, we're going to Andrew Tate is who you were talking about. He was kind of their king for a while and still is to many of them. There's a lot of conspiracies that this, all these charges are basically just trying to take him down. I don't know, man. If you read his text message transcripts, they're pretty bad. It's, uh, have you read them? No, I've seen a few videos. Um, obviously doing research for this, I came across quite a, quite a bit about him, but yeah, no, I've seen, there was a a video basically talking about what charges are against him. And then videos in the past where he was explaining how he would get these women to work for him. And it was basically, you know, it's the oldest trick in the book with, you know, pimping basically. (laughs) Well, he, the text messages, there was like a lawyer kind of reading him off and he he was like so he raped this girl and then he continued to text her about how much he loved to watch her scream and struggle and all this i'm like jesus no No, i I haven't seen those it's it's like some of the worst shit i've ever heard in my life but it feels like something a rapist would definitely do yeah no i so the only things that i've really heard is basically him building like a, a harem of women that he like coaxed into coming to like work for him. The lover boy scan scheme, whatever it's called that he was trying to pull. I I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. It's uh, or any, I haven't basically you had heard like, that's what he's being charged with, but I hadn't heard like that, that proof had come out. Yeah. I was like text messages between him and this girl that, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty bad, but maybe uh, on your own time listeners, you go ahead and uh, look into those. If you're, when he see, or I guess read some sick shit. Yeah. Well, that brings the episode down a little <laughs> bit, but <laughs> now to tell you a little bit about uh, the structure of the episode that I'm going to be putting up, uh, I'm going to take you through what kind of videos that my algorithm tried to feed to me and the many different layers that you have to peel back as you traverse these murky, lonely waters, which starts off 
really just with thoughtful, common sense advice uh, to men out there watching these videos. But it does take a few weird turns and lands you into the center of the most right-wingiest of all right-wing conspiracy movement. I think the the trick is, I don't know if there's like a corporate word for this, but I feel like there is. You kind of, if your boss approaches you, he lays down some truths, right? And then you get on board with them truths. And then when he starts spewing the bullshit, then you're like, well, he was right about the first stuff, so he must be right about everything. I feel like that's how they get you sucked in here. The nugget of truth in the pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's just how I assume it's kind of their way of tricking people into believing them. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a few... Like, there's a few things that they that they put out in these early videos where you're just like, yeah, that is kind of how it is. Or yeah, that, you know, they seem to be right about this, but then they take it in these weird directions. So you do keep landing like, oh, here's a nugget of truth. Here's a nugget of truth. There's a pile of bullshit, but there's a nugget of truth around the corner. You know, like one of those weird things where you start eating the shit too. So I think it's like cult 101, to be honest with you. Mm. Oh, I mean, yeah, they're they seem to get quite a following. On That's why I'm saying. I mean, it, <laughs> social it, media and YouTube. So. It might be a digital cult, but it can still be a cult. That's true. Yeah, and they do uh, they do build the followers for quite a bit. A lot yeah. of these guys. Yeah, so. absolutely. Now, first, let me start off by saying that in doing more research on the subject, I did find a lot more about these topics outside of YouTube channels that I had come across. Really, this has been dubbed the manosphere, which comprises of internet articles, forums, blogs, and of course, the trash heap that is Reddit. (laughs) Though today's episode of the YouTube slide that uh, my algorithm sent me on. So I think this is, I think, again, pretty uh, steady escalation. You, you, You have YouTube, which is, I don't want to say normal, but it's like baseline And then when you want to get deeper, you got to go to fringe websites and stuff that doesn't really have oversight, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, if you want to be an observer of this, stick to YouTube. If you really want to dig deep into like the red pill and like be fighting off the, the vines as they're trying to suck you in, then you might, you know, go look at these blogs, you know, the forums and all of that. You'll hear a lot of the stories and a lot of the, you know, a lot of the influencers kind of who are on there. And it's it's yeah, it gets pretty dark. Well, I got I got to say manosphere. So fucking cringy. I don't I, I like hate the fact that I have a penis when I hear that, like, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like a lot of the, like I said before, like a lot of the things that you'll hear in these early videos kind of makes sense and kind of makes you think like, oh yeah, that, you know, that is kind of bullshit that these things are happening. And then, you know, it kind of gets you like into it. And then, like I said, the vines come in and grab you. But yeah, that's when you're getting deeper and deeper into it. I don't know if, Here's the thing. I don't know if like they actually nicknamed it the Manosphere or if, you know, critics nicknamed it the Manosphere, but that's just what I heard it called. So, oh, okay. Well, we'll yeah. just call it I that. should most importantly I should say that cuz I also did read a lot of articles like talking shit about all of this too. So, okay. Well, okay. Well, we'll just I don't know. We'll just assume that's what they call it. All right. Now, where our adventure will begin? 
was when I was studying on the pitfalls of these dating apps and modern relationships, searching for how in a time when humans are seemingly more connected to mates than any other time in history, marriage rates have fallen in the last couple of decades. And that would push me towards a few different types of videos. Firstly being, like I mentioned before, dating app advice videos. So I don't know how deep in the weeds you're going to get, but I think I've came to realize <laughs> the number one problem with said dating apps is <laughs> the problem with a lot of things is uh, greedy capitalists, I guess. Um, have you have you noticed that? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I know a lot about, you know, like why dating apps don't work for a lot of people. I know like they used to work really well back when they first kind of started out and then they've gotten like worse and worse over the years. I'll go over a few different reasons why dating apps are a lot worse than they used to be. And like the hookup culture is like one of those things. Yeah. But yeah, these are mostly videos trying to help you get more likes, more views, more matches, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In increase I, your profile. I got you. I just hear from a lot of people like, unless you pay, you could be having a real bad time, and uh, actually have a pretty good women's woman's perspective on these dating apps too. Once we uh we get to this point, I think there might be <laughs> some surprises, even from the woman's angle. Okay. <laughs> but continue on here. It's good to hear a woman's uh, viewpoint coming from a man, though. So yeah, that's always, I'm just that's saying, good. hey, hold on. They told me their okay. struggles with these dating apps. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Now, like I mentioned, I got into these dating app advice kind of videos right off the bat. There was actually, I mean, some pretty sound advice on kind of like what bios to write, you know, the format, what type of pictures to use. Most importantly for men, what type of pictures not to use on your dating app profiles, though this will really lead you into your next videos, which is the first peel of the red pill conspiracy. And it begins to peel back as you slide down towards some pretty, uh, some pretty weird stuff. Now these videos that will come right after this kind of you know, bring you down. They let you know that it really doesn't matter how well crafted of a profile that you have. And that is because there is an innate fallacy to all of these apps. This would include teaching you some fun new terms and new lingo along the way. And yes, these videos were 100% geared towards men. Yeah, I have a feeling these videos start to tell you to basically treat whatever, how can I say this? Like you want to, they, they kind of like lean, I, cause I've seen some of these, right? They kind yeah. of like teach you almost to like treat the person on the other side of the app, almost not like a person, but almost like an object, I guess. Does that make sense? Treat the app more like it's a game. Yeah. Uh, some of these videos will. Yeah. So there's a few different routes that you can take. Um, there's the very kind of like nihilist, a view of these apps are shit. Uh, if you're not having luck on them, you're never going to have luck on them. Those kind. Then there's also the ones who say like, treat the app like a game. Kind of do it the way that, you know, treat it like if you were trying to win. So basically, you know, if you get any sort of attention, you know, send them just a quick message and then just 
write it off in, unless they write you back. Don't kind of pin your hopes on anything, which don't pin your hopes is kind of good advice. If you're, you know, just an average looking dude with average everything, you know, don't put too many eggs in one basket, but you don't want to do it kind of like the way that they're telling you to do it. Yeah, I think I think a good piece of advice and is just be yourself. Just I think when you when you, when you like um, focus too much on one thing, you can yeah. kind of become something that you're not. And uh, to me, a huge problem with these apps as well, maybe you will agree or disagree, is people are portraying themselves as something they're not. And then oh, when you definitely. when you meet someone and they claim to be all this, and then they're not really that, and then <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and then people keep doing it over and over, you know? And I'm not saying like, catfishing or anything i'm talking about portraying the personality you have portraying what you do with your life those types of things do you know what i mean yeah well i'm glad that you brought up catfishing because i was actually gonna just bring it up after the next paragraph or kind of you know eventually i was gonna bring it up but yeah catfishing does happen which is basically where it is a total total lie you know it'll be if it's not the same person in the profile picture They'll basically, you know, just Photoshop the shit out of their pictures, lie about everything, lie about their job, what they do, you know, how many friends they have. But yeah, there is a difference between catfishing. And I think what you were talking about was putting your best foot forward. It's kind of a between ground where you're not really doing anything like horrible, but it's not good. You no, know? it's just, I don't know just it's like people not just being who they are or not being comfortable with being who they are yeah i can see that it's i never really thought about it that way it's always kind of like they're i guess yeah they do not like themselves and they wish that they were better in my mind it's always like try to change yourself try to better yourself but yeah the um yeah i guess if you <laughs> if you can't do that if you're too lazy to do that maybe well you know let's uh i don't know if you even told this story on the show or not where you had the uber driver where you just shot out some conspiracy thing right um yeah. look let's be like that's you that's me okay just uh <laughs> i'm i'm to the point where i'm just like i'm just gonna be up front with my weirdness and you either like it or you don't i mean it's who i am man yeah every time so I mean, I wouldn't suggest doing something like super weird, but okay. whenever I'm on a date, I always, I always like to throw out a little something weird just to see how they react. I just yeah. want to see like yeah. how, what their face looks like for the next five seconds after I say it. You know? you know what? I'll say this for any single people out there, and I'm sure couples can agree. Um, if you just be yourself, I feel like you have the most success. That's my opinion. Um, it's really hard to like pretend you're something you're not. It's just, it's too much yeah. work. Unless you're an, if you're an impolite asshole, well, or yeah. if you're, yeah, if you're just stuck up or a douchebag, or you know what, change yourself, be better. But you know, that's if you. <laughs> Actually, you know what you should say if you are like that, go ahead and be like that. So then the person knows to so to avoid you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was just I was about yeah. to say. Actually, you know what. Yeah, you're going to hurt those people later if you pretend yeah. to be nice. And then yeah. Uh, yeah. what am I saying here? Yeah, actually, here's what you should do. Work on yourself and then go. F yeah. You know, yeah. Go find. Don't don't fuck somebody else up with your bullshit. But, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. So 
What these videos will let you in on is the fact that your feeble attempts to catch the attention of any of the women on these sites that may catch your fancy are not only futile, but to these women, you are completely invisible. And that is because these dating apps are stuffed full of men braiding every woman that they come across with likes and attention. This fills up their inbox full of well thought out and near Shakespearean introduction attempts to woo these women, such as, hey, sup. And of course, the always famous, wanna fuck. More importantly though, these videos will tell you that this attention that the women are getting corrupts their minds and it throws off the social mechanics of dating making the women using these apps think that their market value in the dating scene has increased drastically. And this is in contrast to what society has shown these women throughout their entire dating life. Okay, well, <laughs> I can say, okay, again, from stories I hear from, from women, these sort of uh, messages or like creepy messages are not a rarity. Um, <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, the second part, obviously, this is um, not true. Well, no. So here's the thing. The thing about these videos is they kind of paint all women as being like the exact same. Oh, so I see. every here's the thing. It's it's a uh, oh, we'll just say the word. It's miso the misogynistic viewpoint kind yeah. of, of, yeah. you know, like when you get deeper and deeper into the onion, the all women are sluts type you know ah, shit yeah, comes up yeah. basically western women especially they hate you know like the postmodern feminism what it's done to society that kind of shit kind of you know killing the ending a little bit but that's kind of where it's where it's coming from but you're still kind of in the the introduction phase gotcha. basically okay. at this point so that's what you're saying more or less is like their ultimate boogeyman is uh basically you listen the the western women are whatever is kind of what you're yeah. saying so um well i'm getting into the ending here okay uh basically they talk a lot about uh like body count basically mm. you know all of these women you know racking up huge numbers of dudes that they're running through and how a lot of these women are like unmarriable kind of deal well, okay, okay. Well, we'll save that for the end. But like you said, but uh, yeah, that's this. I've heard this stupid shit before. But kind of getting back to what the the paragraph I just read off gets into is like a lot of a lot of the guys who aren't having much luck on these dating apps will see these videos, and a lot of them use different tactics. Like there's videos where they make fake profiles of you know women, and then show like how many you know, how many likes, how much attention that these fake profiles get, even though basically you, they just set up the profile, let it sit for a couple of days and they just get all of this attention. It right. kind of, it kind of gives, if the videos are geared towards these guys, then basically it's what, you know, it kind of confirms what they're already thinking. Right. Absolutely. They're just yeah. validating themselves. Yeah. They're validating their own viewpoints. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Now, because of the exorbitant amount of attention these videos will claim that is given to most women on these sites and the newly increased sense of self that they feel, there is a term that's going to pop up inevitably here and there from these red pill videos. Now, Cody, have you ever heard of the word hypergamy? Uh, absolutely not. What the hell is that? <laughs> All right. Well, 
This word, hypergamy, is one term that you will hear thrown around quite a bit, and it is defined as the action of marrying or forming a sexual relationship with a person of a superior sociological or educational background. Now, how these videos will use it is by saying that the extra attention that women experience from the positive feeling that they get from these dating apps and from social media will inevitably lead her to believe that not only can she snag a man that has a higher market value that is of her own, but in fact, she has an equal value to the highest value men on the market. And that by getting anything less than the highest value man is just plain settling. Basically, these affected women believe that they are in fact a 10. Yeah, I've, I can like vividly remember seeing one of these videos. I wonder if we didn't actually watch one of the same ones. Um, I don't, do they not bring up the fact that people like men do this too? Yeah, I'm going to get into that in a okay. little bit, but they, it's, oh, believe me. So like, I've seen a bunch of these fucking, too many of these fucking videos. <laughs> it's not that we've seen the same one. It's that the same fucking video keeps getting made over and over again. I think people on these apps always value themselves higher than what they are. I guess is the only way you can say that men and oh, women definitely. and whatever yeah. else. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to mention in a little bit, kind of one of the real things that happens when you use these dating apps. But these, I will say that these red pill videos never ever say anything bad about like the men that are affected by this. It's never their fault. It's never, you know, I mean, some of them do give you advice like, hey, maybe next time you start brushing your teeth on a regular basis or showering, getting a job, moving out of your mom's basement, that kind of stuff. But that's always just kind of like, you know, extra. It's it's never saying men on these apps are also the problem. You know, it's always yeah. just like what the like just the women. So you know, and they're 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 painting just a like a small segment of the female population as the entire population. Right. So there are some women out there who have like a super high sense of self, you know, to the extreme level, just like there are men who have the same kind of thing we've all we've met you yeah. know both men and yep. women who are like this but they're painting it as the entire population yeah absolutely it uh you know what's funny about you saying like showering and stuff now yeah. i know you mentioned reddit's a cesspool right but they they have this one subreddit called ask reddit which is just like people ask questions and then all these people answer right yeah the amount of there's like some about ex-boyfriends or like ex worst dates or something the amount of people i saw this the amount of people on there that are women and men that talked about <clears throat> the person never like stunk had bad hygiene and stuff i'm just like i just it just baffled me because it's like do people just not shower put on deodorant like i you know what i mean yeah, I don't know. So I've seen <laughs> this was a cringe video, maybe, or I saw it on Reddit. There was one, I think it was about the Ask Reddit, where it was talking about dudes who thought that wiping your ass after you take a oh, shit was no. gay. Oh. Those ones. That was fucking disgusting. And like women talking about dating or, you know, being the girlfriend of a guy who was like that. I And just, yeah. I It's just like, it's like almost... It feels like a fucking made up thing, but there are it people does. out there. Yeah. 
No, it, it does feel like a made up thing. The thing is, for every one person who's telling the truth on Reddit, there's probably like five people's keeping it going. Yeah, you know, that's what I always imagine. So but this the the like people who say their partner wouldn't wipe their ass because they said it was being gay or something like, you know, there's motherfuckers out there like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Ugh, yes. Disgusting. Yeah, I was on fucking laundry crew <laughs> in basic training. Oh, no. Yeah, Skid there marks? was some fucking. Oh, my God. I almost oh. quit one day. <laughs> Holy Jesus. All right. Getting out of that. That's fucking bad. <laughs> now, one of the favorite statistics used by many of these creators when mentioning hypergamy is the infamous 80-20 rule. Now, they cite studies which claim that the top 80% of women on dating sites, basically all of the women, are giving all of their attention to merely the top 20% of men. So basically, they're only giving their attention to the eights, the nines, and the tens. And throughout this uh, next section, I'm going to mention like kind of the one through 10 scale. Very important to all of these videos. Now, this leaves the bottom 80% of men to fight over the remaining 20% of women. This will be the zeros, the ones, and the twos. Though many of the presenters claim that it's actually worse. Redubbing the rule, the 90-10 rule, and one video I even saw dubbed it the 95-5 rule. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, I, I love how they can make up these statistics without having any, like, statistical data to bake, uh, you know, like, back it up. They just assume yeah. it. Yeah, well, the thing is, they do take real studies and then say, like, oh, yeah, in that study, it mentioned this. But then they make that little kind of that little side piece of the study. They make it as if it was the entire study. They Yeah, they take just like the fucking, you know, the little bits of truth in the pile of shit. They make that fucking little bit of truth the entire pile. Basically, you know, what they're trying to do this. This whole like even whatever, we're like halfway here or whatnot, like. Just reading this, these people are like mad that these women don't like them, right? And through just hearing this, right? I don't even know these people, but I'm like, could it be your attitude, maybe? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like they're so I mean, angry. I didn't really I I didn't know where to bring this movie up, but I really want to bring it up. I've mentioned to you this movie. I've told you to watch it. Uh it's called Cuck. Did oh, you ever end up watching no, it? No, no, I didn't. Oh, it is. It's delightfully terrible. It's, it's so it's so bad. It's good. But basically, yeah, there was this guy, just a complete loser, horrible, just, you know, really had a shit job, lived with his mom, you know, stole money from his mom. His mom ended up, you know, sending, calling the cops on him, all this shit. He actually ends up going on a date with a woman. Uh, he kind of, he doesn't catfish her, but basically he like puts himself in his best white, kind of like, you know. But he gets he gets the date with the girl and everything's going well. And then he kind of lets his true self out. And he's just got this shit person, you know, this shit mentality on life. And he's talking about all these right wing conspiracies. And she ends up leaving. And then he claims that she owes him sex because he paid for the date. He oh, took her out. Yeah. And it was like, oh, God, like it ended up being like this dude had to save this woman. Like it, it's obviously it's a movie. It's fiction. But it ended up being like the. Uh, a guy came and saved the woman like from the date. And then he basically tried to fight the, this big guy and got his ass kicked. But it was like, it kind of confirmed his views on like the, what I'll bring up later, which is the, you know, the Chad came in. 
Yeah. So yeah, you know what the uh, moral is here, Phil. Your personality is probably more important than anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to work on yourself. That's yeah. That's been my yeah. that's been my mentality. Of yeah. Fucking. <laughs> I I mean, you know, it's just like when I quit smoking cigarettes and caught a whiff of other people who still were smoking. Uh, I can't imagine how many opportunities I left on the table just because my breath smelled like a fucking ashtray. Yeah, that's actually a great analogy. You got to yeah. stop and just look at what you're doing and then, you know, whatever. I don't know. You know, you yeah. got to improve yourself is what you're saying. Yeah. For those people who are still smoking cigarettes, you wouldn't imagine how much like more delightful it seems like everyone else is around you. <laughs> Like when you quit smoking cigarettes, people, I, I didn't even notice it, but people would just kind of like walk away <laughs> from me. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Actually, last Saturday I was out uh, and I had one cigarette, right? Yeah. I came home after I smoked that and I swear to God, that taste was like in my mouth the next morning. Oh yeah, definitely. <sighs> I, the last cigarette I had, I, I ran out of vape juice <laughs> and uh, I ended up smoking one of my older brother's cigarettes at the bar about a year ago. And yeah, for about two days after that, my throat tasted like fucking shit. Yeah. Can't imagine yeah. I used to smoke a pack and a half a day. Uh, it's hard to believe. Definitely. Yeah. Money too. Oof yeah, God. absolutely. Now the claims that these videos make are that dating apps have disrupted the normal social, the normal social order of the dating market with members of a community in the olden days finding mates in roughly the same kind of scale that they are on from the perspective of looks, uh, skills and attributes, social and economic class. This means that they both land near or slightly higher or perhaps a little bit lower on the one to 10 scale. Um, okay. Well, what is their example of the old dating market? Basically, if you grew up in a, you know, small, city or medium-sized town, you know, your community, you would, you would find a mate within your community who was kind of like on the same level. As I mean, do they, are they aware that you, you, you're, you're allowed to like go ask somebody out if you want? I think they're talking more about like the traditional, oh, like the olden days of it. Like, yeah, okay. not, not like, not like now where you have, you know, like, if you wanted to, by tomorrow night, you could be in fucking China or London if you wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now you're highly mobile, you know, or and with your phone, you have access to fucking every single single woman in your city. But they're talking about more back, you know, like in the 50s and shit. Gotcha. OK, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. It, I mean, like with most right wing kind of, you know, mentalities, the 50s were like the best time. And as time goes on, it's becoming now like 80 or like. You know, that was the golden age, you know, Reagan shit. That's oh God. <laughs> we actually got a bad review about making fun of Reagan one time, oh, but fuck that's off. fine. Yeah. Anyway, now, continue on. Yeah. Now, what these red pill videos creators always seem to fail to mention, like I previously talked about before, is that hypergamy affects both men and women with another drawback of dating apps in reality being the illusion of choice which makes the users of these sites start believing that because they see an endless sea of suitors, both male and female in front of them, that there's actually a better mate that's going to come up on the next swipe and that they shouldn't commit to anything worse than their absolute ideal. That this 11 may just be around the corner. 
Yeah. So the, basically an 11 is a 10, but like has everything that you want also. So Yeah, it's now I'm going to say this. I I don't think this is like you're always waiting for the next best thing, but um I've kind of felt like personally and I'm not comparing humans to dating or humans to streaming apps, but when you like fire up the TV nowadays and you have like five streaming apps, you're going to be spending like fucking half an hour trying to decide what to watch, right? And yep. when you're just constantly swiping, you're just like I don't know. You it, it's kind of just like okay, I like this girl, but maybe there'll be a better one. I'm not saying like attraction level necessarily, but just like people have this, um, I don't know. There's just like, it's like too much. There's too many selections. And when you have too many selections, you almost have no selections because you can never, you're always just assuming something's around the corner. You know what I mean? I yeah, do it's kind like, of feel it's like, like that. It's like if you went to a huge buffet and the size of plate that you had was just a tiny size. And all you can get is one serving of one thing from this huge buffet. You you don't want to fucking limit yourself, so you keep walking around trying to figure out what's best, and you waste all of your eating time. <laughs> you know, rather than eating, you spend it walking around looking at food. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've uh, I've tried to change my mentality to just like. You know what? If someone seems cool, I guess you'll try to talk to them. If they don't want to talk to you, then I guess it is what it is. You know, it's not their fault. Yeah. After some uh, some weird, uh, weird interactions I had on the app, I decided to go natural and basically just try to, you know, if I I see a chick that I kind of like, you know, out and about either at the bars or Barnes and Noble actually kind of sucks because (laughs) it's. Not the not the types of women at bookstores that they have in the movies, but you know when you're out in the real world, the problem is they assume that you're a fucking serial killer because you're talking. To them. Yeah, that's the only problem. Um, you know everybody I've talked to, uh, you know men, women, whatever. A lot of their relationships have came from like um, friends of friends or like something. You know what I mean? Like so it seems yeah. like that's how like a lot of people meet. Um. I don't know. That's just what I've heard. I I can't say for certain. Yeah, that's one of the things that can make your profile higher value is one of the things I mentioned on like the the dating app advice videos is actually getting yourself like a circle of friends, like, you know, like good friends, not your shitbag friends from college or whatever, but like getting good friends and seeming like you have a life. So basically, when you get that nice circle of friends, you'll meet their friends and maybe, you know, something good will happen there. That's like one of the that's a time tested thing, too, is your little group knows another little group and then you, you know, intermingle. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, but you shouldn't expect to be just like gifted somebody. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah. You got to do the work. That's one thing that these videos always you got to do the work, you know? Yeah, it's. Basically, they always it's always like get your app right and then you're just going to start fucking like crazy. You know, it's like, no, you got to, you know, you got once once you get the date, that's when it starts. So be like, you know what? Not everybody objectifies other people. I don't (laughs) you don't need to just be fucking everything in sight, men or women. It's just like, Jesus Christ. That's what I feel like a lot of these people are like boil people down to is like, what can I have sex with right now? 
that's a big problem too is a lot of the people who kind of get a lot of the dudes i should say who get sucked into this kind of have this idea of relationships are like the porn that they watch oh yeah it's just like why are you not fucking me already yeah you know? yeah like they're 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 supposed to be just gifted they're a gift from the gods and they deserve all this shit yeah everyone's the main character in their own story yeah yeah now speaking of the main characters in the story the next term that i will fucking there we go slide it right in there the next set of terms that i'm going to mention uh, will be inevitably brought up in these videos and it'll kind of bring you into like deeper down the slide and it's a name or a set of names that are given to high value men who garner the attention of seemingly all the high valued women on these sites and including a lot of the medium value now popular terms have entered the lexicon in recent years these are men known as chads tyrones and wands okay i i've never heard the last two um yeah. are they racially motivated yeah yes okay. they are okay yep. gotcha all right okay that i kind of figured that but uh yeah i don't i don't know i just feel like people who compare themselves or like name other men these <laughs> names are probably quite insecure oh yeah definitely if you go around you know just automatically hating other humans you know just call them you know chads or whatnot yeah that's pretty uh it's pretty fucking bad the only reason you should use chad is if it, you're using it like unironically or ironically <laughs> ironically yeah. yeah like um i don't know the <laughs> i don't even know how you use it but uh you know you call someone who is like the polar opposite of what you what these people would call a chad you call him a big dick chad See, that's funny. We're not being <laughs> serious about it. Yeah, especially if it's like uh, a short dude who has like the big dude personality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Making fun of that. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so as you can probably figure out, the names themselves denote the race of these men. Though they are referring to basically the same guy, with these men being the highest value on the dating market, uh, on the male side, at least meeting the common wants of all of the women using these dating apps, which I will get into in the next couple of paragraphs. Getting back to these men, though, they have seemingly the pick of the litter and can easily match with any woman on the apps with nearly the same ease as a decent-looking woman using these apps have. Basically, little to no effort. A lot of the creators claim that these dudes are just playing a completely different game than the rest of us. Though... I do have to say, when one of these so-called chads are interviewed by the creators and actually show kind of like the traction that their profile garners and kind of claim that they almost put no effort into it, it's hard to argue with the points that they put across for, you know, these men really getting a lot of attention. Though I will say, kind of in some of the videos, they do mention that like the highest rated men get about half as much as like the nines and tens of women so like the nines and tens of women basically can't even open it they have you know like everyone else is swiping through the pool basically they just you know all that they do is look at their the people who tried to match with them or like them um yeah i mean here's the it's thing just too much basically yeah i, I mean <laughs> but here's the thing even before dating apps became a thing or whatever guess what 
the more attractive people in society probably got more attention. I don't know. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm definitely. saying? Like, um, it was funny actually that again on Reddit there was like a thing about like females sexually harassing males, and almost every one of the stories was like, you know, a muscular man being groped without uh permission. You know. Um, oh yeah, so. they're not. <laughs> Yeah, they're not groping the short, chubby guy. No, you know, unless they're fucking with them, maybe. But yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not going after. Them. But uh, I mean, it's I, I. I don't. I get what they're saying. I don't necessarily agree with it. But uh, since humans have existed, I hate to say it, but the more some people are more attractive than the others, I don't know what to tell you. It's just. It's just yeah. how genetics work, man. I. I don't know. Yeah, I will say, so I'm going to tell a little story about okay. right now. Um, yeah, so, but getting into what you were saying, yeah, this is obviously uh, the human brain, you know, hasn't evolved much over, you know, the last thousand eons ago, whatever. And this is kind of, yeah, I mean, better looking people do get attention. That's why they put them on billboards to, you know, sell you things. Yeah. That's really, it's, they're selling the ideal. And yeah, in real life, just like on the internet, these these people do get the extra attention. Now, kind of the story. I was a uh, long time ago. I was using Match. Actually, it's I've only used two sites in the past. One of them was Match, which was better than the other one I used, which was Plenty of Fish, which was fucking terrible. But <laughs> I was using Match for I would say at the same time you were using it because you're the one who got me onto it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was using Match for less than a year uh, towards the end of my time on Match. I actually went on a few dates, um, you know, a lot more conversations that didn't really lead to dates. I didn't, when you kind of start to get to know them, you know, it gets a little whatever. So basically what happened was my account got hacked and it happened one afternoon. All of a sudden, I'm not a huge person who like uses my phone a ton and texts people back and forth. All of a sudden, my phone blew the fuck up. It would not shut up. So I open my phone. I'm trying to figure out what's going on because I think that the thing's like broken or something. And I'm getting like, I had like 35, 40 notifications on match. And the number just keeps growing and growing and growing. I'm just getting sent hearts and winky faces and everything. So I open up my profile and my profile picture changed from my face and my like kind of like the the main profile photo to this dude who had like the fucking eight pack abs. He was on a beach, you know, had a boat in the background and all this shit. Basically my entire profile was the exact same bio and everything even said like that my height, my, you know, weight, my race, everything, which was completely different from this dude who was like probably six, three, you know, all ripped and everything. Basically it, just blew up to the point where I had to call the <laughs> helpline and have them like turn off my profile and like give it back. Uh, a lot of these like women tried to message me and I messaged them back. Like, I'm sorry, my profile got hacked. That's not me. And they got pissed at me because <laughs> that guy was using my profile and like talking back to them, trying to get like information from. Me. Oh, like he was trying to steal their shit. Yeah, basically he was trying to get their, I think he was trying to get like almost access like to their profile. So basically I might have talked to a chick that this person was kind of like putting out there and that might have, that that might be his game basically, how he's hacking. Huh. Well, yeah. 
but basically the amount of attention that not my profile changing, just this one picture changed and all of this attention basically made me quit match. I was like, all right, that's it. That's <laughs> even though I had had some success on it, I just got to the point where I was tired of paying for it too. So, you know what, uh, these things and I think anybody who hears this should listen. If you're struggling like that with these and you feel like kind of helpless, just, yeah, like Phil did, you got to step away because honestly, these things are fucking depressing machines. Oh yeah. Your phone in general is a depression. Yeah. Basically. I barely use that fucking thing. I, you know, like social media, basically it's just for sub D and that's it. I just get back to people who, you know, send nice messages to me. If they send mean shit, I don't get back to them. But yeah, I've really limited my shit. Like I, I got rid of Facebook. I don't do any of that stuff anymore. So it's uh yeah, just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, uh, you gotta work on yourself. Like Phil said, it's probably the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah. Meet people in real life too. That <laughs> well, sometimes yeah, there's nice stop. people out there. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Watch out. Actually, Cody used to do that true crime pod. Watch out. There's some some weirdos out there. Yeah. So yeah. just make friends with your like coworkers or something. I don't know. Start there. Yeah. <laughs> Grow a circle. There yeah, you go. Yeah, there you go. Now, one of the biggest contributors that these videos claims is leading to female hypergamy is that every once in a while. One of the high value men, the Chads or the Tyrones, will toss it to a lower value woman, basically just breaking one off, leading these women to believe that this is what her value garners now on the dating market. She will even pass up men that are actually just inside of or above her league, waiting on her Chad or possibly another man like him, even though those men would never settle for yeah, and they have some pretty choice names for a lot of these women. Yeah, uh, I, the I swear to God, the video I watched said this exact same fucking thing. Yeah, it's basically yeah, basically just they get a little taste of steak, and that's all they want. It's stupid. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It might be happening for just a tiny, tiny, tiny segment, but they're blowing it up to make it seem like it's all right. Right. I, yeah. Obviously, they're. Yeah, yeah I, not, I don't know. Not to say it doesn't happen in real life, but they're making it seem like it's the entire population, you not know, just the vast minority. You know what would have solved this whole issue, though, Phil? If these What's people that? just <laughs> wouldn't be on dating apps, then we wouldn't even have an episode here. <laughs> if, like, the people <laughs> angry about this just were like, hey, I'm going to delete my account and move on with my life, they wouldn't even have YouTube videos. But I guess they want YouTube videos to make money, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to get into that. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, what these videos claim is that these highest value men have no desire or need to ever actually settle down with the women that they meet. And that even when they do get married, the party never really ends because they have what every woman wants. And this is the good looks, the height, the status, and of course, a shit ton of money. You know what's funny, Phil? I... Speaking of this, right, I watched this video today and it was probably one of the cringiest videos I've, I've seen in a long time. And it was a woman who I don't know if she was wealthy or her partner was wealthy or whatever. And they were talking about a friend of theirs who was well off was dating this attractive girl. And she's like, God, she and they were like at a gala or some shit. Right. And she was just yeah. complaining 
about how she felt this girl was so stupid and not sophisticated enough to be surrounded by these other people. And like it was costing him money having her around in this and that. I'm just like that to me, her attitude is the definition of someone who's pathetic, who like they think they're so high on a status pole that anybody who's they there's only certain people who can even comprehend their intelligence level. Oh, yeah. And well, there's so a lot of these videos will basically have a little deal where they have the other video playing and they'll pause it to kind of do commentary, like a little like commentary videos. So what they'll do is they'll show kind of like TikTok clips of some of these women who are kind of hamming it up for the camera, basically saying like they only want a man who makes like $500,000 a year you know, drives like a supercar, has a mansion, all of this stuff. And these are like average looking women, basically. And then they'll basically make it seem like these are like all women. But yeah, they'll show little clips of these women in real life and then kind of project it. But yeah, I know what you're talking about, like the high society types or the wannabe high society types. Yeah, what I was talking about has nothing to do with dating. It was just some insane woman. But um, okay, yeah, the what you're talking about, like is probably cherry picking somebody who's very shallow. Um, like Yeah, cherry picking is a good word for it. Yeah, actually. yeah, like I guarantee if you go to where you work and ask a woman, they're probably not going to say that like a normal everyday woman, they're probably not going to have this answer that this person and the that they're talking about has. Yeah, it's never it's never like the real life women. It's always like basically... They're 23 years old. They're completely made up. They look like they've had plastic surgery already. Yeah. And yeah, that's the kind of one thing I'm going to explain right now. A lot of them talk about this 666 rule that some of these women have. Have you ever heard of the 666 rule? Well, when I hear it, I think of something cool, but I'm guessing it's not (laughs) cool at all. No, it's so six feet tall, six figure salary, and then at least six inches. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's uh. That's uh. They they come back to that a lot in these, and then they'll show uh women in like little TikTok clips, kind of talking about how that's the only guy that they're is six six six. I swear to God, only straight men care more about penises than anybody else in the planet. Have you ever noticed that? Oh yeah, definitely. Like they're the that's... only people who talk about dick size. Nobody, nobody else cares except for straight men, which is uh, maybe gay men do too. I don't know, but men talk about penises more than women do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, they definitely care a lot more than agree with them. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's probably the one thing holding you back is <laughs> wishing it was uh, you know fucking like circus sized or whatever, but <laughs> not circumcised circus, like the circus, like a big ass dick. <laughs> yeah. Like you should be in a sideshow. <laughs> now explaining to the men why they feel invisible or left behind is just that first peel of the onion with the next layer going into actual solutions for how to deal with the unfair and unjust treatment that they face with a few different approaches that they take to combat this treatment and take their first real steps into accepting the red pill. Now, Cody, let's discuss a little bit for the audience what this means and where the name red pill comes from. Okay. Um, do you want to give the definition here? Yeah. So, I mean, everyone probably can figure it out. It comes from 
kind of like waking yourself up. There's that famous scene where Neo takes, there's either the blue pill or the red pill offered to him by Morpheus. And it's like the blue pill means that you get to stay asleep. And the red pill means that you get to wake up. Basically, the red pill is waking yourself up to the kind of truth that we live in a misandrous world that is controlled by women and men are basically just like slaves for their resources for women and other men's children. Okay. I got to admit though, I thought red pill meant like a, a conservative right wing person. So (laughs) I'm learning something new right now. Well, what do you, what what did you think? Like red, you think you thought red pill was a person was like, was like an extreme right winger. Well, that's so they do call them like red pill men. It's not there's a I I think the spectrum goes pretty wide. Yeah, but it's basically so you kind of it's it's kind of like the big the the big umbrella kind of include. I'm going to get into it a little bit, but to start off, we'll talk about like men's rights activists. Okay, so basically they claim that when it comes to like divorce courts, child custody hearings, uh, basically the court system in general, when it comes to like punishments for men compared to women, they claim that it's a misandrous society that favors women over men. And basically men are kind of treated as just like resource extraction machines. So they also talk a lot about feminism and false race, rape accusations, a lot of other stuff too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I've heard this stuff before. Yeah. The, the constantly, I mean, I mean, I guess obviously this whole episode's about, um, painting themselves as a victim and, uh, you know, not never having a chance. Yeah. So red pill is kind of like the big tent. And then some of the things that I'm going to explain, just like the men's rights activists are kind of like underneath that tent. Okay. That's kind of how I feel about it. It might be different to someone who is actually like, inside it like making the content and stuff like that but that's just how i see it kind of my gist of it okay you're probably right honestly i all i know is red pill generally is this stuff you're talking about yeah so i mean the whole thing about like you know the red pill is it's pretty wide it's not all like it's not all the same you know i mean if you read a lot of the sites against it. They're going to make every single like red pill dude seem like he's a future fucking, you know, mass shooter or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Or an incel living in their basement, you know, like dreaming about going and fucking things up basically yeah. society yeah. in general. Yeah. 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 So a lot of them basically just are kind of vowing to try to change their own life to not be taken advantage of. That's what a lot of like the, uh, the next people I'm going to talk about, but basically a lot of like the men's rights activists are just trying to change, you know, they're hoping to change laws. A lot of them aren't really getting, you know, very far with it, but gotcha. Okay. Now, next up is known as the MGTOW movement. This is men going their own way, which is a move by men, which has them claim that they are swearing off marriage and not going to give any of their resources to any woman. Some of the ways that they do this, besides the swearing off, some of them swear off women altogether. Some of them just um, swear off marriage and still, you know, date and try to have sex with women. One of the ways is when they do go on dates, they'll go Dutch rather than like paying and they'll refuse to pay for the full meal. 
they'll have a vasectomy. This is to never have their resource extracted through the unwanted children that can result from, uh, you know, casual sex. They'll also never pay for sex, porn, or an OnlyFans account. I who the fuck pays for porn anymore? There's so much free stuff, but okay. it's so weird. But I do like. I knew a guy when I was in the Air Force and he claimed that like he never watched the free stuff. He only he had like a fucking account and he paid money every. I mean, some people still do. Some people some people still do pay for the shit. I mean, I I guess if you want the whole hour long (laughs) porn or what, maybe he's really into the stories. I don't know. But um, (laughs) so is going Dutch is like you just split the bill. 50. You never heard of going Dutch? No. 50 50. No. Split the bill? No, never have. Okay, yeah, it's pretty common, going Dutch. Yeah, so basically, it's instead of, like, the guy paying, you know, you split the bill. Maybe this is just my experience, but almost all the dates, like, even if it's just, like, a first date or whatever, that I've went on is most of the women, like, offer to pay for their half or, like, are are demanding they're going to pay for their half, you know, so... Um, I, I don't know if this is a, the experience in yours, but uh, from what I've heard from women's experiences, they prefer to do that because then the man doesn't assume that he's owed something. Have you ever heard that before? I have heard that before. I will say normally I pay like I'll, yeah. I'll offer to pay. Yeah, but if absolutely. they if they kind of insist that they pay for their own, I'll let them pay their own stuff. You know, or maybe they'll buy like if we go to a bar after the restaurant or a club or something or go to a movie, maybe they'll pay for the next, you know, situation. I have had that before, but yeah, normally. So I'm kind of in my mind, if I ask them, then I should pay. Yeah, that kind of situation. Absolutely. But um, also, you're not going to like force them. And then be like, I pay for this. Why aren't you having sex with me afterwards? But uh, oh no, that's like that cuck movie. Yeah. yeah no, no, I'm not I... like, I'm not talking about that. No, I'm no, saying no, no, no. like, it's polite for the dude to offer to pay. It's kind of old school. You know, that's you know the... what the thing is though. You and your date are what we would call normal everyday people who don't act like the people we're talking about. You fucking hope, but there are cat women out there. <laughs> Fourteen fucking cats, yeah, dude. That that haunts me to this day. <laughs> Don't worry, but, you're gonna find your catless lady out there somewhere, Phil. What? Or just or, one to or two? Just one. Just one. To two. I'm fine with just one. You know, but I've I've talked about that story enough times. Yeah, <laughs> but but basically, like, kind of um, not having an OnlyFans account is a big one. Because it's there's a, a term I'm just about to bring up. Basically, they have names for men who, you know, pay for OnlyFans accounts and pay for women who are never going to have sex with them or like kind of like allow themselves to have their resources extract. Gotcha. OK, let's hear it. Now, one of the biggest enemies of the red pill movement is the simp, which is a weak male that supports a woman, even though she has little to no respect for her. And is using his resources to support a Chad or possibly a Chad's children. Now, from these videos, you kind of hear that these simps are raising children that are supposedly their own, but not actually theirs. And kind of in the back of their minds, they know that it's not theirs. So this will lead to one of the biggest sins of all. And that is marrying a single mother. 
Okay, all right. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I, I've obviously heard the word simp. Um, this term is used, yeah, a lot for, like, people paying for OnlyFans, people who donate uh, money to female streamers who they deem to be attractive. I've never yeah. heard it for marrying single mothers, like... And is it a sin if a woman marries a single dad? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, no, it never comes across that way. No, it, it's it's never like that. No, this is basically going just one direction. So gotcha. basically taking in a single mother. One of the things I saw on a lot of these videos, they were saying that when you date and then marry a single mother, basically you are going to come in last. Like you'll even come in last behind the dog. Basically, you're just there to extract resources. God, the the term extract resources is just so fucking cringy. I don't. Yeah, it's what it boils down to, basically, just money. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I guess if you're not comfortable with someone who has kids, I mean, that's, you know, your choice. But Jesus, you can't just view them as some sort of a vortex just sucking the dollars out of your pocket. Yeah, and we're getting into kind of some of the the we're definitely getting into the medium dark shit right now. The very horrible shit's gonna come later on. Okay. So I can already hear the you know, mean fucking Instagram emails and whatever coming. So don't send them. Just send nice stuff. Yeah. Or yeah. nothing at all. Yeah. But I'm like I only have watched you know videos and I haven't really gone like huge into it. So some of these things I might be maybe picking up wrong on or maybe if you are you know if you're into this and you don't believe this it doesn't mean that not other people believe it so you know i don't think everyone's terrible it's just what these videos are putting across that seems yeah. to be pretty bad. yeah 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 and i will say though that we were talking a little bit about you know never giving money to only fans a lot of these guys have like live streams where basically guys in order to get their comments read like a super chat will put out like you know 20 50 100 bucks and then like egging them on like oh you're telling the truth you're great blah 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 kind of like you might see for some of those like the female streamers that you were yeah. talking about yeah uh, ones who wear like a tank top that's like fucking you know their tits are huge like fucking hanging yeah. out yeah it's uh i mean <laughs> they know how to get money out of people but uh that's what they want to do with their life, you know? It's, uh, it's their choice. I've, you know, obviously as somebody who uses Reddit a lot, I've seen also those people who get, like, stalkers and stuff. Ooh, Yikes. Yeah. It, like, that's just got to be scary. Like, I, I don't know. If some dude's coming to your house and shit and, like, yikes. Yeah. Yeah, never put your fucking address out. <laughs> no. Well, fuck, dude. Anybody can find anybody. I don't. It's pretty hard to I even know. hide anymore. <laughs> Have a peel box. Yeah. That's where I live. Have yeah. a peel box. <laughs> now, another one of these videos that you may come across is, like we mentioned before, the pickup artist. Now, they will claim that you can turn yourself into a high-value man. This is by learning how to dominate the conversation with women, showing your masculinity and being able to bag any woman that you want. If you've never seen one of these videos, I do have to say a lot of them are pretty hilarious. Some of the men who, like reformed men who become these pickup artists, it's it's pretty great. Yeah, I can I can only imagine how how cringy it is, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, they're the same dude. Now they're just wearing a leather leather coat and aviators and <laughs> claiming, like, talking about all these women that they're, you know, out there fucking. And you don't see any proof of it. You know, it's it's a little. I will little say, sad. though, I will say it's important to be able to talk, obviously. But yes, sure. <laughs> Turning yourself into a super masculine thing that, you know, I don't know if that's the thing. Maybe you just got to learn how to, like, conversate with people. Yeah, it is funny. I'm going to mention that kind of the corny guys who try to become pickup artists who make the videos. It is also funny. The guys who are already, like, tall, good looking, kind of have everything, you know, also claiming that they can teach other men how to do what they do when a lot of what they're doing is just kind of like confidence that comes from the way that they look yeah. how they carry them yes yeah. and also looking like that might get you in the door you know to the conversation yeah yeah i mean i can tell you i've heard women say sometimes the you know handsome cute guy can be about as interesting as a fucking block of wood so uh, yeah they've never had to work on themselves yeah like, yeah. uh, that, honestly, though, that's the one thing I hear a lot from, like, women dating on these things is so many men are just really boring or, like, they don't know how to just have, like, a even the most simple of conversations. Yeah. So a lot of the women that I'll meet, like, I would, you know, people are drinking. Sometimes when people drink, they, you a little know, more chatty. They're more chatty, but they have less interesting shit to say or they yeah. ramble, you know, whatever. But the times that I had like the best conversations was just with a normal chick who, you know, was doing okay for herself, but wasn't, you know, wasn't gracing the covers of fucking magazines and shit. You know, it seemed like she had read a book in her life. You know, she'd done some work on herself, basically. Yeah. She yeah. didn't, she wasn't just had this like, boy she, idea. she was and just then, being you know, herself. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, so it goes the same for men and women with what you're kind of talking about. Really, also what you're talking about, crazy thing is actually having self-confidence and communication skills alone by itself would help these men immensely out on the market. However, the creators of these videos are selling these desperate men the fantasy that every woman that they come across will be dropping their panties left and right and all with just a few snappy lines and of course the numbers game which when i say selling they're really selling basically offering books seminars and private lessons for high fees opening up their own douchebag university they create the problem and then they create the solution well, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, about creating, if they're creating the problem. No, 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 no. What uh, I mean these is. These men not getting laid. The, 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 the problem they're creating is the fear that they're instilling in these men about they don't have a shot unless oh. they get this seminar from them. Yeah. I mean, guess I don't what? know. If you go to, if, okay, think of it like this, okay? The problem is you're going to hell. What's the solution? You go to the church. What do you do at the church? You give them money. You yeah. Know? Oh, okay. It's like creating no. the boogeyman and then creating a way to get rid of the boogeyman. You create hell and then you create a way to get out of hell. Yeah. I, I can I can kind of see that. Well, I mean, these men are obviously missing, you know, and they're trying to find it. Uh, the problem is, like I said, they're kind of selling a fantasy 
more than reality. Yeah. A lot of these yeah. dudes would just, you know, go to the gym every once in a while. That would help their, you know, confidence. Communication skills actually try to have real conversations and not just the angry fucking, uh, you know, getting on Xbox Live and talking shit to people. <laughs> Having real face-to-face -face fucking yeah. conversations. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Whenever I think about these dudes, I think about the people I hear on Xbox. Like, you know, oh God, you know what I think? You, you know what I think is a big problem, too, is I think a lot of people, both men and women, they forget to just look at like look at whatever you're attracted to. Look at them as just another person and not like some object that you have to like collect. Do you know what I mean? I. Yeah. Yeah. Like just if you not just, another notch in the bedpost. Yeah. Yeah. Just like like you and I are talking here. Okay. We talk naturally. This is just how I've always been. You know, treat whoever you're attracted to that way too. It you you might be surprised. Oh yeah, definitely. Not just come in trying to do fucking yeah. the snappy pickup lines yeah. and uh yeah, yeah, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I say snappy pickup lines like I'm from the fuck. I just but. envision like you coming in doing a magic trick for him or something like fucking, oh, yeah. that fucking exploding <laughs> like Howard from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, the last of these videos that I'm going to mention is possibly like the weirdest one. And this is the Passport Bros videos. They claim that Western women are actually not worth dating at all and that the foreign markets are where it's at. Coming to find a traditional woman that is happy just to have a man living in the West with a good job and a means to support future family that will not be tarnished by years of modern feminist culture and also not have what they refer to as a high body count. You know what their fantasy is, is to have like total control over somebody. That's what yeah. I'm seeing. Like they want a woman where they can control everything they do. Um, obviously if they're like fantasizing about this, like fifties euphoria, whatever, um, obviously women's rights were not equal, uh, in the fifties, you know, there, there's jokes about, um, domestic abuse being pretty rampant then, but I don't know how <laughs> there was a lot of like, you know, stuff like that. And I, I feel like they kind of fantasize about that. Yeah. So this is basically where you start getting deeper and deeper layer and you start to kind of where i started to realize that it was just getting super right wing like very very conservative like to the ends of conservative that you don't even think really exist anymore basically these guys who want to take us back like 200 years to when you know like women were basically baby machines baby machines given to men as yeah, wives yeah that kind of yeah. You know, like yeah. there was no like women couldn't work. They weren't even allowed to leave the house unless you let them that type of shit. Yeah, that's they really start to get into that kind of stuff, you know, because they talk about wanting to find a woman who, you know, stays at home all day and takes care of the kids and you know, cooks dinner and then is ready to fuck you when you come home. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. You know, they're going to give you sex when you demand it. Yeah, exactly. When you get home from work and you're the king of type shit. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, really, I, I'll get into this a little bit. They have a lot of derogatory terms for women with high body counts. I just wanted to mention this quick. They have this little term for women because YouTube will ban them. They call them 304s. 
This is basically in reference to women with a high body count in the double and even they mentioned triple digits. Uh, 304 when typed into a calculator looks like the word ho when you turn it upside down. Ugh. That's 304. God, I, I, I fucking hate <laughs> these people, man. Oh, my God. So, I thought that was pretty funny. It's kind of clever. But. Yeah, I guess. Uh, fuck, it's like type in 8008 so you can see boob. Or no, 8008 at a five on your calculator so you can see boobs. Boob. Fucking yeah. God. God, these guys are pathetic. Now, kind of like I was saying about, you know, you getting through layers and layers of onion. Uh, basically, all the talk you'll hear is about postmodern feminism, the loss of traditional women in these kind of like you know, post introductory videos uh, quickly indoctrinates you into some of the most core right wing beliefs, really just the wildest ones, though. The theory that women leaving the home and being individually employed has ripped away at the fabric of society and caused the collapse of the modern family with the theory that these women will rack up huge body counts, then find a simp to care for them and their Chad's children after their, quote, slut retirement, happening sometime in their mid-30s. Yikes. Okay. Um, you know, maybe this is the millennial in me, Phil, but with the cost of living now, man, you know how nice it is to have two people working? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Call me crazy, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. It just, this is just, like we said, this is like they want the traditional woman stays home is basically a slave in their house. It's just, yeah, ugh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's I just, will say, I, I will say like, as I get into, you know, getting close to 40, I'm in my late mid thirties right now. It is harder and harder to find a chick with no kids. So that's, yeah, it's, uh, I've seen a lot of people who don't want kids at all. Um, yeah. I think that's a big, uh, more modern thing, um, but uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't really mind if someone has kids, but that's just me. No, yeah, I mean, I, not a whole fucking you know soccer team full of them. But <laughs> like, <laughs> here's the thing: they, I hear most people say that they like most people say they don't want they just want to date somebody. They don't want like a replacement dad. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I gotcha. Well, no. So in their minds, these women just want basically resource extraction. Getting back to before. Yeah. That's what you're just there as like the guy going to work until she finds something better. Basically. Yikes. Okay. And then, then she's going to divorce you, take the house. That's another big thing about this aspect. I haven't really mentioned much. A divorce is a huge thing. So basically after a few years of a loveless they're going to divorce you, take your house, have, you know, her and the kids living in your house while you live in a studio apartment and, you know, try to put your life back together while still paying alimony. Well, if you're just sitting, if these people are just sitting around waiting for it to fail, then that's probably what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. Do they know what a prenuptial agreement is like that? <laughs> They also take care of that, too. So they claim that most prenups just get thrown out. Ah, OK. Yeah, it's uh, uh, the the this whole story just it seems to be created by some very insecure people. Yeah. And uh, it, it does get worse, though, because okay. I am going to mention the the last bit here, and it is the worst. And that is where we will end today's video 
on the dark end of the theories can lead to impressionable, lonely young men who feel forgotten by society and invisible to the opposite sex. And that is taking the black pill. Okay, I've heard black pill. I have no idea what it means. Why don't you uh, educate me? So lastly, there is taking of the black pill, which basically means that the person believes no matter what they improve on upon themselves, including personality, uh, clothing, education, class status, even wealth, they cannot sufficiently improve themselves enough to actually overcome the fact that because they are not attractive and tall, they will always be invisible to the opposite sex and that the game has been rigged against them. Now, really, it's not that they can't find any woman. It's that they can't find, like, you know, the 10. The one they feel like they deserve. Yes, exactly. That's kind of really kind of what I'm feeling about. It's not that they can't get any woman at all, because in reality, they might be happy you know, found a nice chick who, you know, like to sit around and watch Netflix with them. Kind of the fucking millennial dream, basically. But they need like they need the lifestyle. They need, you know, the super hot chick and to make a wife out of her, basically. Yeah, it's it's funny. There's like a weird uh I don't even know what you call it, like thing that happens to people when they kind of get lonely. They start blaming the other sex for the problems instead of like maybe it's something within them. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's much bigger than that. They blame everyone. They blame everything when they're, you know, even though, you know, you made your own shit sandwich, now eat it sort of situation. Like you, you know, you make the life that you live in basically. Uh, I think, I think this is what insecure people do to be honest with you. Yeah. And it gets worse and worse too. The more isolated you are, Because the only person you have to talk to is your bad thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I I think you nailed that right on the fucking head there. Um, It's, I I don't know. That's, you know, all your stuff about, like, looking inward, being introspective, improving yourself, just learning to love yourself is, like, something these people need to, to do very badly. Oh, yeah, definitely. And just fucking stop hating yourself, because that's where it really lies, too. Yep. These fuckers hate themselves. That's the, the biggest problem. They, now we're going to get a lot of fucking hate mail from people probably about that fucking shit too, but you know, whatever. Well, this goes for everybody. Like this is oh, well, yeah, no, that's for everybody. If you feel like you need therapy, you probably one yeah. of those situations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, to put it, you know, that's doesn't sound very nice, but really, I mean, Kind of a lot of the stigma, it's fucking, what, 2023? A lot of that stigma's gone away. So basically, I mean, swallowing this pill is different for every man who takes it. You can't really say that, you know, every man is going to become, you know, just the worst of the worst. Basically, not everyone will become nihilist and depressed. However, when a person is already suffering from depression and untreated illness, this can lead them to kind of just jumping off the deep end either taking their own lives or the lives of others. And really, incels, which haven't really talked about before, the involuntary celibate, kind of like a lot of these like government agencies are thinking that these are the fastest growing terrorist threats in the country right now. Uh, The fear that the lone incel will cause mass chaos and death, uh, really just getting back at society for the wrongs that they feel have come to them. 
And there's been a lot of like these mass shooting incidents or mass casualty incidents from people from this, like this group. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's people who are, yeah, like he said, kind of wanting to somehow get their quote unquote revenge on a society that has done wrong, wrong them and in some way they have concocted in their head. But, uh, but yeah, it's the incel thing. It's funny because it's like, I don't know. It's something that's kind of happened over the last, what, 10, maybe a little over 10 years. Yeah, kind of. Well, so the incel thing from when from when I first heard about it, it was other people calling them incels or involuntary celibate. Now they've almost kind of like it seems like they've taken on that name for themselves or maybe they did create it for themselves. But like people are also using it to make fun of them. Not really yeah. sure which one came first, but I think they called themselves that first because okay. it was like a they called themselves that and it became like a, a hatred group towards women, more or less. And then mm. people found out about it and then started calling. I I mean, it never really had a positive connotation, but uh, yeah, if someone calls someone else an incel, it's because they're, you know, displaying some sort of anti-woman behavior more or less yeah basically i mean that's kind of the end of the video uh i will say that i don't i never so i read about them in internet articles i never went on i don't even know if these reddit forums exist apparently there are reddit forums for like these the black pill type discussions where a lot of i guess trolls will get on there and try to make other men rile them up try to rile them up about either killing themselves or hurting other people, not really kind of like realizing what they're doing. You know, they're on there. Maybe they're actually part of this group or they're kind of just, you know, pretending like they're part of this group just to fuck with other people. But I don't know. I think they did actually close that. I didn't want to actually, you know, go to the site, but I think they actually still might have some sites like that. I know the big one got shut down. The one that kind of the introductory one, the first one. Uh, one of the chans I know is big for this kind of stuff. I don't know which one, 8chan or 4chan, I don't know. I've never been on those sites, but I think one of them was big for it. Uh, okay. It might have been on there then, honestly. But basically, it was just kind of saying that there was inciting suicide or violence was happening on these discussion boards. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. There's a lot of six son of six sons of bitches out there in the world, honestly. Um, oh yeah. So okay, what are your kind of like closing thoughts? What are your feelings on this, dude? Just uh, you know, fucking gym memberships are cheap. Um, fucking, Therapist. I don't know. I mean, it sounds it sounds rude, but you know, everybody's dealing with you know, no one's perfect. Let's, let's say that some people, you know got off better with genetics, you know, kind of like we were saying though, those are some of the dullest people and they had such an easy ride. They never had to improve themselves. So maybe, you know, if you do a little improving, you might, it just might turn out you have something to offer. You know what I mean? Don't fucking hate yourself and don't hate other people. That's basically more of my story, I guess. Yeah. The, uh, I don't think a lot of people realize how important it can be to not seek i I don't know like you gotta you gotta feel confident in yourself before you try to like assume that somebody else is gonna give you something that you don't have within yourself do you know what i mean 
Oh yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, it's all from within. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, therapy is, uh, definitely a great option for anybody who might be struggling or taking out your, your own securities, insecurities on other people. I think, oh. uh, Go ahead. If you, yeah, definitely. If you are thinking about like either hurting yourself or someone else, definitely, you know, get some help therapy, you know, don't, you know, don't uh, allow this to fucking, and don't allow yourself to be fucking, you know, bullied into this by fucking trolls on the internet either. Right. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a dark subject. Don't, uh, if you want Phil and I's advice, quit watching these videos unless you can, watch them for the funny value of how ridiculous they are um as yeah. a spectator yeah yeah kind of like how i was watching them was more of as a spectator than getting into it though i will say the vines do <laughs> you know those nuggets of truth start to get to you the vines start wrapping you so you gotta quit watching but right right and uh don't lose hope there's pro there's somebody out there for everybody that's uh that's what i believe anyway so you know what uh yeah phil Dark subject matter, but it's a subject matter that we need to talk about. It's uh, kind of a new age phenomena, to be honest with you. So, yeah. So, you know, as Cody sometimes puts it, it was kind of a beef. We made it. Thank you. Uh, you know, send some nice things to us. That would be great. You know, but if you do want to send us your hate, uh, hit us up on our email, subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from people. It's always, you know, it's always great for any ideas you might have for episodes or what you liked or didn't like or, you know, anything. Just get a hold of us. Probably an even better way to get a hold of us on Instagram, Subliminal Deception Podcast on IG. Same thing. Love all the messages, uh, you know. Sometimes it does take me a little bit long to get back to people, especially if they get a hold of me during work. Uh, I can't really, you know, I can't really text my bosses right there. So, but uh, yeah, I'll try to get back to everybody who messages us. We both have our own Instagram accounts. Mine is sdpodphil. Cody, you got one? You can follow me at Zabub. Follow me, send me a message, do whatever you like. Um, the last thing we ask you guys to do is log into iTunes, leave a show a five-star review. doesn't particularly matter what you type in there, just... Uh, Five star, type something, hit submit. That's all you got to do. If you are a Spotify listener, it's even easier. You just hit five stars, hit submit. Don't have to type anything in. You're anonymous. It is vastly superior to iTunes. And thank you to everyone who's taking the time to do that for us. Well, Phil, excellent episode. This was a long episode, but I think everybody will. I think our fans will appreciate it. And they will probably agree with us on a lot of the points. We'll see you guys. Hopefully. Yeah, they will. They will. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>